0: This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue with a series called How God Turns Setbacks into Comebacks. We're so glad that you've joined us today. Now if you know someone who needs some encouragement right now, be sure to invite them with a text or a phone call to listen along with you. In just a few moments, we're going to tell you how you can get a beautifully illustrated devotional for children by Pastor Rick that will help them discover how much God loves them and that he has a special plan and purpose for their life. You can find out more by going to pastorrick.com while you listen to today's message. If you want, you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 for more information. That's the word hope to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with part two of a message called When No One Understands Your Goal.
1: Can you imagine all the doubts that Noah had when God comes and says, "Uh, I'm gonna destroy the world and start over. I'm gonna start over with your family. Uh, You're gonna build an ark. Uh, There's a thing called rain. It's gonna rain. There's gonna be a flood. And uh, you're gonna be able to do this. You go, really? Me? Moi? Now, voices of doubt can come from many, many different places in your life. Some of you are listening to voices of doubt right now. God has given you a vision, given you a dream that's been in your heart since you were young. Or maybe it's a new vision, a new dream about you've caught a vision of what God could do in your life, but maybe your spouse doesn't believe it. Or maybe your parents don't believe it. Or maybe your girlfriend or your boyfriend or somebody at work or even your best friend. Voices of doubt can come from a lot of different places. They can come from critics. You expect that. Uh, They can come from competition. Who do you think you are? Why would you even try to do that? Why would you even try to develop that product, that business, whatever? They can come from Satan. The Bible calls Satan the accuser of Christians, the accuser of the brothers. And he's always saying, you can't do this. You're no good. You'll never amount to anything. When you hear that, that's not God talking to you. That's Satan. Satan accuses God comforts. The Bible says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But visions of doubt can actually come from your friends and their friends who say, you know, we grew up with you. Who do you think you are? Or they can even come from your family. Imagine all the dream busters in Noah's life. I mean, he's, he's building this giant ark out in his front yard and his neighbors are going, hey, Mr. Noah, what are you doing? I- I'm building an ark. What's that for? Because it's got a flood. What's the flood? It's when you get a lot of rain. What's rain? Well, it's water comes down from heaven. They'd never seen it. They go doo 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 doo. This guy's crackpot, he's, he's lost it. I'm sure he had to live with year after year after year after year of ridicule from his neighbors. He's a, he's a nut, he's a crackpot, he's a kook. This guy thinks God talks to him. Yeah, right. He thinks God talks to him, and he's building the Queen Mary in his front yard. Where is the homeowners association when you need them? <laughs> Where are those people that, you can't build that ship in your front yard. I mean, imagine even the pressure from his own family. I mean, his teenage boys going, dad, come on. The chip on the front lawn, it's embarrassing. I can't bring my girlfriend, I can't bring my friends over. Dad, why can't you get a normal job? (laughs) You're building on this thing for decade after decade after decade. This doomsday talk is all over town. Dad, our family is in the National Enquirer. You know, Noah family, building ark, the world is gonna end. If you were Noah, would you be willing to endure the voices of doubt? like that. Imagine that, year after year after year, no rain, no rain, no rain, no rain, no rain, no rain. For decade after decade after decade, the ark's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. God's going to bring all the animals. Where are they? I don't see them. It took an awful lot of faith. Now, let me just apply this to your life. Dream busters will try to stop your dream, okay? They will try to stop your dream. And critics and cynics are going to say to you, who do you think you are to try to live for Jesus Christ, to do something great for God? Who do you think you are to have a mission from God, a plan, a, a, a purpose, a great vision from God? Friends and family may do this. Joseph's family tried to kill his dream. Remember when we when we looked at that? He, he had that dream, and they, they all tried to kill him. Jesus' family tried to stop him from fulfilling God's purpose. You go all through the Bible, person after person, family members often tried to stop another family member from doing what God had called them to do. But you know what? The biggest voices of doubt can actually come from inside you. And, and, And the second most important words you say in life are to yourself. The first important words that you say are, are to God. But the second most important words that you say in life are the words that you say to yourself. And you talk to yourself constantly. And you're saying to yourself things like, I'm no good. Why? Do, who do I think I am? This won't work. You're, you're talking yourself down. You're giving yourself seeds of doubt all of the time. Or you're listening to the word of God and you're telling yourself what God says about you. And you're saying things like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My confidence isn't in myself. My confidence is in Christ who gives me the strength to do. If God has called me to do something, he's going to give me the strength to do it. God never calls you to do something that he doesn't give you the energy and the power and the equipment and the friends and the contacts to actually get done. So let me ask you, how do you talk to yourself? Are you talking to yourself with doubt, voices of doubt all the time? Some of you, if you talk to your friends the way you talk to you, they wouldn't be your friends. You need to talk to to yourself the way you talk to your friends. I, I need to say something else here. You can't be trusted to always tell yourself the truth. You've heard me say this many times. You lie to yourself more than you lie to anybody else. Uh, the Bible says the heart is deceitful and we tell ourselves things are better than they really are when they aren't and sometimes we tell ourselves things are worse than they really are. And we, we don't always get it right. You, I, I'm giving you permission to not believe what you tell yourself because not everything you tell yourself is the truth. We have motivated reasoning. We have insufficient evidence. We have uh, uh, messed up data and all kinds of things, not everything you're thinking is the truth. just Well, I think it, it must be true. I feel it, it must be true. No, feelings lie, and even ideas that you come up with lie. You have to listen to God.
0: You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. You can sign up for Pastor Rick's free email devotional at pastorrick.com. That's pastorrick.com.
2: Pastor Rick says it's vitally important for children to understand that even before the universe was created, God had them in mind, and that he has a special plan and purpose for their life. That's why he created the Purpose Driven Life devotional book for children. This inspirational resource uses the principles found in Pastor Rick's life-changing bestseller The Purpose Driven Life but delivers them as 100 devotions that speak directly to the daily challenges kids face and gives real-world applications to help them discover their purpose. Paired with powerful Scripture passages and engaging illustrations, young readers will thrive on the biblical wisdom that has helped millions of people throughout the world. We'll send you The Purpose Driven Life, 100 Illustrated Devotions for Children today as our way of saying thanks for giving your gift to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. Be sure to get a copy for all of the children God has placed in your life — kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, and the kids in your neighborhood. They'll all be blessed by this amazing resource. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com, or the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thank you so much for your support.
1: Once again, here's Rick. Now, what is the antidote to fear and doubt in your life? Well, in a word, it's it's faith. It's faith. Hebrews 11 verse seven, chapter 11 verse seven says this, it was by faith that Noah heard God's warning about the things he could not yet see. Now look at that verse, it was by faith that Noah heard the warning about things he could not see. He couldn't see the flood, he couldn't see the animals coming, he couldn't see what the ark was gonna look like when it was built, these are all not visible But he hears God and he trusted what he heard God because he could not see it at the time. Now let's just apply this to your life. You can't always see God's destiny for you either. You can't see the end of the game. You can't see the goal. You can't see where you're gonna end up. You don't know where you're gonna be in 10 years or 20 years or 30 years, much less next week. You have to trust your future to God. That's faith. In fact, the Bible says this in Hebrews 11 verse 1. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Noah was a man of faith, and the faith was the antidote to his fear, and the faith was the antidote to his voices of doubt. Paul dealt with this in 2 Corinthians 4.18. He says, we don't look at the troubles which we can see right now, Anybody can see the troubles we're in. Instead, we look forward, we look past the troubles to what we have not yet seen. Okay, that's perspective, why? For the troubles that we see now will soon be over. They're not gonna last. But the unseen joys will come to last forever. They're gonna last forever. Now, some of you, you may be depressed, you may be despairing of your life right now. Never make a major decision when you're depressed and never make a permanent decision when you're in a temporary mood because feelings don't last. They don't come to stay, they, they, they come to pass, and they're not gonna last. So whether you right now are blessed or whether you are stressed right now or in your future, whether you're blessed in your future or whether you are stressed in your future is gonna be determined by one thing, what you choose to focus on. Will you listen to the voices of doubt or you will listen to the voice of God? Again, remember, it says Noah chose to be different from everybody else around him by listening to God instead of listening to the voices in culture. Hebrews 11, verse seven, the second part of the verse says this. Noah's belief in God, get this, underline it, was in direct contrast. Noah's belief in God was in direct contrast to the disbelief of the rest of the world. Nobody else believed. This is counter-culture living. I wanna challenge you to become a counterculture revolutionary. How? By trusting God instead of trusting culture, by listening to God instead of listening to society, by doing what God tells you to do and listening to what God says instead of the doubts in your head or the doubts of people all around you who are giving you words of doubt. Now, of course, that takes courage. You go, I I don't have that kind of courage. How did Noah have that kind of courage to keep on going after what God had told him to do, follow his dream, go after his purpose? How do you get that kind of courage? There's only one way. You gotta stay close to God. You have to stay close to God. The Bible tells us that Noah heard God speak. Remember that verse we just looked at? Noah heard God speak. He said, well, I don't ever hear God speak. How, how do you hear God? All right, write this down. You hear God by getting near to God. You hear God by getting near to God. You can't hear God when you're far away. You gotta get near to God. That means spend time with God every day, reading the Bible, being quiet, listening, being quiet and just listening to God, reading his word and listening, talking to God in prayer and then being silent. Genesis 6, verse 9, the third part of the verse says this, Noah walked with God. That means he was near to God. He walked with God. Now, that word walking, I like that. Are you walking with God? So well, I don't know. Well, what, is, what does walking imply? When you walk with someone, uh, it implies two or three things. Let me me, me first say, the New New Living Translation says, Noah enjoyed a close relationship with God. That's what it means to walk with God, to enjoy a close relationship with God. Uh, Today's English version says, Noah lived in fellowship with God. So what does that mean to live in fellowship, to have a close relationship, to walk with God? Well, just think about this anytime you're walking with anybody, uh, it implies three things. First, it implies affiliation. In other words, you're not ashamed to be with them. Uh, you're not ashamed to be seen with them. How about if we were walking through you know, Irvine Spectrum Shopping Center, and uh, my wife, Kay, decides she doesn't want to be seen with me, so she walks ahead of me. Well, that's not walking together. If I walked ahead of her, affiliation means you're not ashamed to be seen with the person you're walking with. Are you ashamed to be seen with God? Are you ashamed to be known as a follower of Jesus? Are you, the affiliation uh, of walking with God means you're not not worried about telling people you're a believer. That's what implies to walk with God. I tell people, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. It implies affiliation, second implies agreement the Bible tells us in, in Amos chapter three, verse three, that two cannot walk together unless they're agreed. In other words, you can't walk that way and me walk that way and us walk together. If we're going to walk together, we have to be in agreement that we're headed in the same direction. So there's affiliation and there's agreement. And then the third thing walking implies is alignment. In other words, we're we're headed at the same pace, In other words, you can't walk faster than me and I can't walk slower than you. We're not only in the same direction, we're at the same pace. That's what it means to walk with God. You're not ashamed of Him, you're going the same direction, and you're going in the same pace. How do you know if you're walking with God? Those same three things. Oh, oh, by the way, let me give you a fourth way you know if you're walking with God you'll be out of step with the world. You'll be out of step with the world. You can't walk in step with God and be in step with the world at the same time. So it, it, it will grate on the world. Now the result, this is really important. I want you to get this. What is the result of walking with God like Noah did? When you walk with God, when you're near to God, you fear nothing. Noah wasn't afraid. He wasn't afraid of uh, a disapproval. He wasn't afraid of people's comments. He wasn't afraid of being rejected. He wasn't afraid of criticism. You lose your fear when God is near. The fear goes out when you're near to God. In Genesis chapter six, verse 17 to 18, God says this, Noah, I'm going to send a flood that will destroy everything that breathes and nothing's going to be left alive. But I solemnly promise, this is God's promise. This is what Noah put his faith in. I solemnly promise that you and your wife and your sons and your daughters-in-law will be kept safe in the boat. Noah is not afraid of a worldwide flood because when God is near, you lose your fear. What are you afraid of? What's been putting you in knots? What's been scaring you to death? What's caused you to be anxious? What's caused you to be sleepless at night? What just tightens your stomach into a knot? Many of you have been living in fear. That has got to end now. You've gotta stop listening to the voices of doubt and anxiety and fear and start listening to the voice of God by walking with God, by getting near to God. And when he's near, you lose your fear. You're listening to Pastor
0: Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. If you'd like to receive hope and encouragement every day, delivered right to your inbox, then sign up for Rick's free daily devotional by going to PastorRick.com right now. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first... Pastor Rick says it's vitally important for children to understand that even before the universe was created, God had them in mind, and that he has a special plan and purpose for their life. That's why he created the Purpose Driven Life devotional book for children. This inspirational resource uses the principles found in Pastor Rick's life-changing bestseller, The Purpose Driven Life but delivers them as 100 devotions that speak directly to the daily challenges kids face and gives real-world applications to help them discover their purpose. Paired with powerful scripture passages and engaging illustrations, young readers will thrive on the biblical wisdom that has helped millions of people throughout the world. We'll send you the Purpose Driven Life 100 Illustrated Devotions for Children today as our way of saying thanks for your gift to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. Be sure to get a copy for all the children God has placed in your life. Kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, and the kids in your neighborhood. They'll all be blessed by this amazing resource. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy, or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com, or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Here's Pastor Rick with a closing thought.
1: Jesus told his disciples that they should live their lives according to five specific purposes. He said, you've got to love God with all your heart, that's worship, and love your neighbor as yourself. That's ministry. That's called the Great Commandment. And then Jesus said, Go make disciples, that's evangelism, baptize them into the family of God. That's fellowship, a sign of fellowship. And then he said, Teach them, obey everything I've taught you. That's discipleship. And we call that the Great Commission. We believe at Daily Hope that a great commitment to the Great Commandment and the Great Commission will produce a great Christian, a great church, a great company, a great community. You know, I started Daily Hope so I could spread the good news about Jesus, not just across America, but all around the world. And we want people to know that God's word is filled with hope and truth. And the power that we need to follow him every day is available to every single one. You know as well as I do that the word of God changes lives. It's alive, it's active, and it breathes new life and new love into all of our lives. So wherever you listen to this, whether you listen on the website, whether you listen on a radio station, whether you listen through a podcast, you're a part of the Daily Hope family, and I need your help. We could not do this without your support. Now, you know I don't take any funds from this broadcast. We don't have any giant million-dollar donor who's giving big gifts to this. It comes from daily donations from listeners like you. We're 100% listener-funded, would you continue to pray for this broadcast, and would you continue to support us? And let, write to me. Let, let me hear from you. I absolutely love reading the stories that are sent to me. So write me, pray for me, and support this ministry. And God will bless it, and God will bless you, and we'll get to heaven, and we'll thank God for all the people going to be in heaven because you cared.
0: Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.